Welcome everybody to another episode of Unapologetic Me. I am your host, Feedy, teaching you how to live unapologetically one day at a time. No, I'm not teaching you anything, really. I'm just blabbing on on my podcast, hoping, hoping that at least one of you can relate to my shenanigans, my stories, things I've gone through. And if you don't, then oh well, at least you're listening, right? I am in a mood today, I swear. Um, It's Sunday, and however, it is going to be like 80 degrees today, 85. It's okay. It's all right. I have forgiven Mother Nature. I have forgiven Summer. It is what it is. We are in sunny Southern California, and there's absolutely nothing we can all do about it. Um, Because we all know, even though September 1st hits, it still can be 105 degrees on September 1st. And whatever in my mind had me thinking that automatically on September 1st, the weather would dip from 105 to like 70 degrees, okay? Just, I think we all hurt our own feelings every September and it's fine because we don't learn that it doesn't start to get consistently cold until like November-ish, even then sometimes in december i remember one december we were in our shorts and flip-flops okay uh which is why i am manifesting us moving to the east coast as much as my friends don't want me to side note nobody has told me to stay but i'm just saying somebody might not want us to leave but for the most part i am manifesting woodstock vermont i talk about it all the time I will take Massachusetts because that is probably where the work transfer would take us. And by work, I mean Johnny's work because, you know, this is is a catch-22, okay? Because if we move, I would not have to work. I mean, I would still work and do, like, my own shit, but I wouldn't have to go to a fucking office every fucking day, Monday through Friday, and put on a fake-ass smile Because sometimes that's what it is. I'm going to be honest. I preach positivity, but sometimes uh, I just want to slap a bitch. Mm -hmm. I'm not promoting violence. I absolutely am not. But what I'm saying is that sometimes people like to fuck around and find out. And I wish I could let them find out. That's all I'll say. But anyway, so yeah. A move to the East Coast. I'm hoping, manifesting. I'm probably definitely going to start a vision board. And you know what? The thing with vision boards is... Okay, if you believe in manifestation and stuff like that, you know how fucking powerful these vision boards can be. They really can. Okay, so be careful. Because you are opening up a realm of positivity, of possibilities. And sometimes it's not all cracked up to be. Which could be the reason I don't put up the vision board because I know manifestation is very powerful, but I also would love some fucking autumn foliage, okay? And if that means that I'm moving to New Hampshire, now we're moving to New Hampshire, BD, got it, I get it, or Maine, or whatever, as long as your girl can say, Oh, those are the best five, six, seven years of my life living over there. Even if we end up back in sunny Southern California, at least I want to say that we tried. 
again, no idea where the fuck I was going with that, but uh, yes, it's, it's nice. I will take the 85 degree weather this time. It's supposed to be raining. It probably already rained when you listen to this, (laughs) but circumstances as they are, it's been great opening up my windows at night, not turning on that AC unit. I think the AC is going into hibernation until June. So I'm really happy about that. Johnny's really happy about that because he pays a light bill. But in his words, he'd rather be comfortable than to save a buck during the summer, which, hey, there are some things that you just, you cannot skimp on in life. And I think if you're able to, and you have AC, you enjoy coming home to a 75, eight degree home. Perfect. Do it. Why not? Money comes and goes. Okay. But also, even though I just said money comes and goes, you guys, I am so done with spending a hundred dollars at the fucking market to come out with like two bags of groceries. I never thought in a million years that this is where we'd be at, okay? And, you know, not bragging or anything, but we make decent money. We make good money, you know, for being just just us and our dogs. But God damn it, man. Every fucking weekend, it's at least 100 bucks just for the week. And I was like, when is it going to end? When can I go back and not have to spend 79 cents for one fucking lemon? One lemon! 79 cents. Granted, it might be that, you know, because I go to Smart and Final. Um, but seriously, you could go to fucking Walmart and you probably the same thing. Walk out with two bags for 100 bucks. So, is... Are we all penny pinching anywhere we can? Like, have we figured it out yet? Like, I tried going to a farmer's market and granted I spent like 20, I think like 23 bucks and I got a decent amount of of veggies and I was like, oh, this is, this is great. But what else do we have to do? What else do we need to do to be able to save a buck now and then? You know, we have to go to work because we have to pay for our stuff and how are we going to pay for our stuff if we don't go to work sometimes it just seems a lot fucking easier just to call off a work just so that we don't spend our gas money like people working from home now it it might seem glamorous sometimes it is sometimes it isn't but being able to like not having to pay for gas would be just absolutely amazing it'd be great It would be fantastic not to pay those prices right now. I drive a Honda and normally I can fill up my tank like when gas money, like when gas money, when gas prices were great with like 40 bucks, 40, 45 bucks. Now a bitch is filling up her car with 75, almost 80. (laughs) Oh God. So yeah. And I don't know about you guys, (laughs) but a bitch feels badass when you go to the gas station, you actually fill up your tank 
and you didn't even have the gaslight come on. Anybody else? Anybody else? Because I know some of us are fucking pushing it. I know some of you right now are in your car. You're probably just looked down at your at your gas to see how much you had. How many of you have a quarter tank left? Raise your hand. How many of you have light on already? I know it just it sucks. And one of the things that I fucking hate doing sometimes is actually putting gas. Yes, I. It used to be an irrational fear. I don't know why, but it's an irrational fear in the afternoon. It's so weird. I can put gas in the morning, you know, before the sun comes up, right when the sun comes up. And I feel fine. I feel relaxed. I feel great. But when it's the afternoon, just the thought of getting off the free, which my gas station is right off the freeway, literally. If I make a left, I'm going home. If I make a right, the gas station's right there. Why do I have an irrational fear? I don't know. I don't fucking no and i will be the johnny close your ears babe (laughs) close your fucking ears i will be the first one i used to be the one to let my light come on and you know it tells you 56 miles till empty and i'm like oh i still have 56 miles (laughs) and johnny hates it he's like you're gonna fuck up your fuel pump and i'm like bro worry about yourself no i don't tell him that but now i'm like hmm Do I want him to talk shit to me or should I just go put fucking gas? And you know what? I conquered my fear. I now am able to put gas in the afternoon. Not sure why it was an irrational fear, but if anybody else has this as a fear, let me know because I want to feel like I'm not the only crazy person on this world, okay? So I'm over it. Great. One of my rational fears, donezo. Today I felt like a badass because I got up went to the market yes i dropped all my c notes uh for two fucking bags of groceries and went to the gas station and put gas and i came home and i'm like am i better than everyone you guys know that sound on tiktok uh uh, i use it a lot and i felt like that when i came home i was like and mind you the day before, I cleaned out my fridge. I washed all my dishes. Like, I feel like I am winning at this game of life, even though it's fucking kicking my ass every single time. Every time I get paid. Now, how many of us are married? Yes. How many of us are in committed relationships? Yes. Living together? Yes. How many of us still have not combined finances. Anyone? How many of us have never combined our finances and never will? Raise your hand. Raise your hand, everybody. Okay. So I am here to tell you that if you have not combined your finances with your spouse or whoever and you don't plan to, great. Okay. I, me and Johnny from a long time ago combined our finances at some point because we, it was out of pure necessity, okay? It was out of pure necessity. We did not have zeal or, you know, cash app or maybe they did exist, but we just didn't know. So we found it hard for us, not hard, but we just, it was inconvenient to be like, hey, do you want to take out money to put in mine to cover this or da, da, da? So out of 
just convenience for us. We decided uh, when we got together that we were going to combine our finances with the intention of separating them when we were both financially able to. Because, you know, I was working as a waitress. He was working at a restaurant as well. You know, we were getting paid, but it wasn't great. But it was enough to afford us our rent and, you know, our day-to-day luxuries that we had. So fast forward, okay, to about October-ish of last year, we finally paid off our, our cars. Both of our cars are paid off. Yes, round of applause for us. Thank you so much. Our cars are ba- paid off. They luckily fell on the same month. They were done. We had the money. We only owed so much, and we're like, let's do it. So that was great. And I always floated around the idea to him about separating our finances. Now, you may think, Beatty, why would you want to do that if it's already together? Well, bitch, I'm about to tell you. So the one reason (laughs) why I didn't like our bank accounts together, and this was the only reason, was because it was so hard to shop for him for Christmas, for his birthday, for our anniversary, because I always wanted to surprise him. And he had gotten into the habit of looking over, you know, the bank account every weekend, Monday, Tuesday, just to make sure that everything was on the up and up because we've had those instances where we'll put gas at a gas station we're not familiar with. And then somebody in the Midwest will take that our card and be spending it at a Walmart. Like it's happened to us multiple times. So now I think one of his rational fears is that something is going on, but he will check the account just to make sure. And I used to hate it. I used to hate it because I'm like, damn it, how am I going to surprise him? And then I would have to use my credit card. And then what happens? It would rain. It would just, my credit cards would go up and then I wouldn't pay it because I am a loser who did not financially prepare for any of that and by prepare by by prepare i mean nobody prepared us when we were kids okay in school what did we learn we learned how to balance a fucking checkbook we learned how to budget a wedding why would i learn how to budget a wedding in school why why was that a a lifestyle skill that we needed to learn i wanted to learn about how to invest our money i wanted to learn about how to not get into debt like how to pay it so that it it works to your advantage with your credit like shit like that is i honestly think is what kids need to be learning in school like the mortgage process what do you need you know opening escrow like questions like that i think are more valuable in school than the bullshit that they're teaching and if you're a teacher and you hear this what are you teaching let me know because if it's changed since i've been in high school back in 2000 2003 then great if there's lifestyle classes because I think those are way more important, way more important. And my fears of money, of course, came from my parents because my parents weren't good with money. My parents were afraid of it and I think they still are in a sense. You know, my mom recently, barely, like a year, year and a half, barely started doing online banking. Yes, she used to call the bank on the phone to listen to her balance and her transactions uh, because there's this irrational fear for her with money. And I think money has always been a subject of not controversy, but I think it's always a conflict in marriage 
or in partnership or whatever. I think one of the things people always argue about are finances, you know? And I think being open and honest is absolutely the way to go. So when me and Johnny, when we combined our finances, you know, like I said, it was out of necessity. It was just out of pure necessity because we found it easier. Okay. Fast forward to last October when I started throwing out the idea of like, hey, like, okay, we tried budgeting our money. Sometimes budgets don't work. (laughs) And it's not even the budget itself. I think it's the people, which is us. Okay. So we were getting paid every other week. And by that, I mean, one Friday would be my check. One Friday would be his check. So we always had money coming in every Friday. Always. The problem is that we both would spend that money. Okay. Because I still have credit cards to pay. He he still has his stuff to pay. And we were double spending. And that's where we were getting into the problems. You know, because when everything cleared Monday and Tuesday, we'd be left with a certain amount and be like, oh shit. And we'd still have stuff that we would pay that had still needed to go through. So it was this vicious cycle every single week. And we didn't know how to get out of it. And we tried our best to budget. And by budget, I mean, we would sit down, we talk about our finances, we had a chart, like this is how much you owe, this is how much you owe. And I think it's still something scary to talk about because I think people don't like to say the actual number. Kind of like, like if you were to ask me like, B, how much do you owe on this credit card? I'll freely tell you. But I know that some people don't like to. Like they don't like to say like a number. I don't know why that is. I know sometimes when I ask Johnny like, oh, how much do you owe for this credit card? This and that. I think it's still a little bit like, uh, you know what I mean? Not that he doesn't want to tell me, but maybe he's just doesn't want to acknowledge how much it really is. And I used to be like that too. Until finally, it's like, we have to, what's the analogy? We have to, uh, ah, shit. Oh, we have to rip off the Band-Aid. We have to rip off the financial Band-Aid, okay? So when I was telling him, like, uh, how we started talking about it during that time, I don't know, but I remember we were having dinner, and he's like, oh, I find it kind of weird, like, he goes, yeah, like couples that are that are married, but they don't have their finances together. He's like, that's just weird. And it's weird for him because he grew up in that. I mean, he's only four years older than me. So and I grew up in that era, too. You know, parents have their have their finances combined. But I told him now, like, it's more acceptable just to not like it's just I think it's a lot easier, you know. And he was like, ah, yeah, I don't know. Whatever. And I told him, I was like, look. If we wanted to, we could separate our stuff because we are both able to cover all the bills or we're able to cover the mortgage. Now, we cannot do it all our own. At least I don't think so. There'd be a lot of things we'd have to give up if we try to each only one person cover on our own if we had to, you know, Um, but one of us is able to cover the mortgage. The other one is able to cover the bills which is a win from where we were initially. And at first he was kind of like apprehensive. And again, I was thinking we need to find out what is the reason why we cannot budget money? What is the reason why we cannot save money? Like, what is it? 
And the problem, <laughs> I mean, we'll get to there. So whatever. So we had gone to downtown Disney. I think it was in December that we went. Or maybe it was January. No, it was December. We had gone to downtown Disney and we went to Ballast Point because it's our favorite. <laughs> and he's like, you know what? He goes, yeah, if you want to separate our stuff, like, let's do it. And I was like, really? I was like, okay. And I, I volunteered for the mortgage right away because honestly, worrying about one bill, that's all I want to worry about. So he's like, okay, I'll pay like all the bills. And I was like, look, it almost pretty much adds up to the same thing. Granted, maybe it's a little bit more because of, you know, our Costco spending or his Costco spending because your boy can spend fucking money at Costco. Let me tell you, Costco has a grip on him like no other. But anyway, so I was like, okay, like, let's do it. Let's give it a try. So in February, March was the transition of us separating our stuff. Now, I told him it's going to be a learning experience. It's going to be a learning curve the next few months because we are going from having a paycheck every week to now learning how to budget a paycheck every two weeks. Now, this has been on going on since the beginning of time. Okay, maybe not the beginning of time. But some of you listening are probably like, yeah, bitch, we've learned how to do that from a long time ago. I know. I know. But now we were learning to do it, you know, on our own. Like, you want to stretch this money out? You're going to have to do it for two weeks now instead of one. And it was an eye opener to tell you the least. Like, when I tell you that right away we figure out the problem, bitch, the problem was us. (laughs) and our spending like it wasn't anymore like hey i'm gonna go to target i'm gonna spend this this and that we just got paid just got paid friday night no i was like oh girlfriend girlfriend you're the problem we're both the problem if there's one thing i'm addicted to is my target trips johnny's addicted to shoes let me tell you though let me fucking tell you that changed pretty fast for both of us honestly during that time because during that time was a learning experience you know we were still like oh shit like okay let's do this you know getting set up with paying our bills at this time and setting up you know how much we can put away in savings stuff like that so it was a learning experience let me tell you okay and and I think it was the best thing that we could have done because this separating our money, it wasn't just about separating our money because, you know, I didn't want him spending my money or he didn't want me. No, no, no. It, for me, selfishly, was because I want to be able to buy him presents <laughs> and not have him find out. Even though we both have access to each other's accounts because we're both still on them. Um, It's just, I mean, if he wanted to come to me and be like, hey, I'm taking you off the account. Okay, that's fine. Like, I'm not, it's not going to be like, why? Why do you want to take me off your account? No, no. It's like, dude, do do what you got to do. You know, it's cool. Like, don't worry about it. But it probably 
is one of the best things we could have done for ourselves because it's given us such a confidence boost in such a weird way. And I was like, huh, this is amazing. And sometimes, you know, I love the feeling of telling him, hey, what do you want for dinner? I got you. I got you, boo. You know? And I'll do that. Or he'll do that. Like, and it feels nice. Honestly, it feels really good. Like, going out and be like, hey, I picked this up for you. Like, tell me if you like it. If you don't, that's fine. I'll take it back. But it gave me such a sense of confidence boost and even more independence. Because... I'm already pretty independent. I'm not codependent on him anymore. Um, that would be a topic for another episode. But I'm pretty independent. And just being financially independent, I think, was the missing piece for both of us. You know? Because, like I said, we did not know how to budget our money together. And I honestly think that if you are a stay-at-home uh, person... Because anybody could really stay at home. You could be the mom, the dad, the wife, the husband, whoever. Whoever's a stay-at-home person that doesn't work, but the other person does, I think it's a lot easier to budget your money that way. Honestly, I think. Just because you know what bills have to be paid, what credit cards, stuff like that. So for us, budgeting wasn't working. You know, because we we still have our own shit to pay. But... It really has helped us and opened our eyes to the way that we were spending our money, you know? And now, Johnny even says, Ay, eres bien coda. Like, I'm stingy because I don't want to spend my money. And bitch, you're right. I don't want to spend my money. Like, I see it, you know? And coming from never having money, And this is what I tell him. I'm like, I come from an era where I did not have money. I never had money. So now that I have my own, even though granted the past couple years, it's always been my own, but really it's been together. But now that I am just financially responsible for my own money, I'm like, a bitch don't want to spend nothing. (laughs) You know, I pay my bills and I do this, but sometimes I'm like, I want this shit to roll over. Like... You know, and like I said, coming from from a place where I never had money and actually seeing it in my account, I'm like, oh, I'm like, wow, like this feels insane, you know, and he's always telling me like, it is being cool that like spend your money. And I'm like, it yes, the concept of spend money to get money, like I get it, like it's manifesting stuff like that. But still, sometimes I'm like, hmm, no, we can eat at home. It's fine. But it feels nice, especially right now going through all of this, you know, with a looming recession, stuff like that. Like I'm learning how to invest my money, like putting money aside, stuff like that. Like things like I mentioned earlier that we could have learned in school that we didn't. Like it sucks, you know, that I'm learning this at such an older age. But I guess as long as we're learning, we're growing you know, and I cannot blame my parents too much because they learned those habits from whoever they learned it from. But we all have to stop being afraid to talk about it. You know, I'm not saying go up to your partner and be like, how much money are you making? No, because honestly, if they want to disclose it, cool. If they don't, then then they don't have to. I think we live in an era where 
we can still coexist as husband and wife. We can still live together and do all this stuff together, go on dates and, you know, live our life together. But I think we can also maintain an independent life, especially in our finances. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think if your bills are getting paid, if there's food in your fridge, if your animals are taken care of, if your kids are taken care of, what's what's the point of knowing? You know what I mean? Like, I know how much Johnny makes because he's always letting me know. Because <laughs> we always have this fight where I'm like, we make the same amount of money. He's like, no, we don't. And he always tells me more. Which, really, it's just my way of finding out how much he's making. <laughs> I guess cat's out of the bag now. But whatever. But I mean, I'm not hiding anything. Like, if he wants to know, I'm an open book. You know? He's not gonna freely let me know unless I ask him but I will always freely give up that information because it's just I mean I don't care I have nothing to hide but still so if there's one thing and I told you I'm not a financial advisor but if there's one thing that I will definitely advise you is definitely keep your money separated for sure uh, the second advice that I will definitely give is if you haven't lived with your partner prior to marriage, definitely do that because you want to know what you're marrying and what you don't want to marry. So those two things definitely do. Okay. But, uh, at this point, definitely, I think in my experience, I think it works better if you have your money separate because again, money shouldn't be something that's scary. Money should be something that we always talk about within our families, you know, just to avoid situations. You know, like I mentioned before, my parents, not great with money. They pass it along down to me. I'm relearning how to how to uh, respond to money because it, it has been hard, you know, especially right now with the way things are, how expensive groceries are, and how expensive, you know, everything else is. We're just, we have to learn how to quote unquote penny pinch, you know, in the best way that we can to maximize our dollars. And how can we do that? Uh, there's a few things that we can do, you know, a few things that I'm doing. Uh, my matcha, my matcha is pretty expensive, okay? It's really expensive. Uh, so I've limited my matcha to just on the weekends. I am normally a very energetic person. I don't need coffee to wake up in the morning. So that's that's perfect for me. That's one way I'm cutting costs. I did look at all the subscriptions that I've that I have. I have cut some, uh, saved up some money that way as well. Uh, what else am I doing? Uh, I've gone to farmers markets to see if I can maximize my dollar with you know produce. And it has helped a bit. We went one time, but still, it did help that one time. I only spent like 20 bucks and I got enough veggies for the week, which was great. Um, little things like that that we can do on our every day. You know, if you make your coffee, if, you go, if you're a Starbucks lover and you go every day, maybe start making your coffee at home a little bit. You know, just for the time being, you know, holiday seasons are coming up, stuff like that. So anything that can help to maximize our dollar you know we are meal prepping johnny bought a blackstone which he is uh using it to do our meal preps which really helps us out you know and that's one way that we're maximizing our dollar 
Uh, and you think like, oh, but you're making just a bunch of shit. It's like, yes, we are, but it really is the best when we have, you know, beans and rice made, salsa, I make batches of it, you know, our protein, I hard-boiled eggs for the week, stuff like that, just to make it, one, easy for us to access, two, we're actually eating all of our food because I think we're right now in the era of chopped, okay, like the Food Network channel where we have to take all the ingredients in our fridge and make something, you know? So that's one way you can also maximize your dollar. Um, what else? I know gas is expensive too, so maybe spending just a little bit more time at home so you're not spending money on gas. Like, <sighs> I know, I get it. Um, look at your home insurance, you know, and your car insurance. Is there wiggle room to you know, maybe find another company. I know we did that. And I think I'm getting back, you know, 50, 60 bucks from the mortgage, from the insurance. So that's 50, 60 bucks that I can actually probably use for my gas. So there's that win. (sighs) I know it sucks, but we'll get there. Y'all we'll get there. My relationship, like I said, with money is starting to change. You know, I am, uh, stripping away those bad habits and implementing good ones and hopefully in the future I will be able to come back and be like I saved so much money but with Disneyland at my disposal your girl has a weakness for it so I don't know I can't promise you anything <laughs> so yeah so let's be a little bit smarter with our money uh I know it's been a learning experience for me and Johnny, and we actually do enjoy it. We actually enjoy, you know, just relying on our finances and ourselves. Because like I mentioned, we can still coexist as one unit, you know, in our families, but we can also have our independence. We can also have our own things, and that's completely fine. Like, why wouldn't we, you know? Uh, But please reach out to me if you have any other tips that I can you know, try any budget tips, by all means, please let me know. I am an open book. I love to get feedback. Uh, I am good at receiving it. (laughs) So let me know. Let me know. Uh, You can follow me on Instagram. I am unapologeticmepod on Instagram and TikTok. Um, On Twitter, if you want some dark humor, some sarcasm, follow me there for unapologeticvr. Those are my initials. If you listen to this on Spotify after the episode, there is a poll question uh, and a actual question to answer. So if you can take the two or three minutes to do that, I'd appreciate that as well. And also on Apple, if you listen on Apple, please leave me a review and a rating. I would really appreciate it. I appreciate everyone that's following me, taking a chance on this little podcast that could. um, And hopefully it's here to stay for a while. And I just... I am honored that people are actually listening and following and giving me their time because time is precious and any time that people give to me, I really truly appreciate it. So you guys have a great one. Have a great weekend. Uh, It's supposed to be just nonstop fun from here on out for all of us that love the holidays. For those of you that don't, I'm sorry. (laughs) It'll be over with, I promise. But I love you and please, please give me that feedback. If you have any budgeting informa- uh, information, any budgeting um, 
what is it? What's that word? Uh, advice. There it is. Found it. If you have any budgeting advice, let me know, you know, or point me in the right direction because I'm doing this on my own. But I mean, as a collective unit, I think we can help each other out. All right. So again, have a great weekend and I will talk to y'all later. Bye.